Hey guys, I'm Connor Wallenzak. Welcome to the Inside the Hive podcast, JSM Productions. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Connor, for bringing us in here on the maiden voyage here, the Jacket Sports Network podcast. Hopefully we go on to do a lot of great things here. Joel Cady, let's introduce you. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing wonderful, Jack. How are you, Connor? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank That's you. fantastic. Let's start off here by uh, getting into a quick season recap of Perrysburg football. You guys have obviously done a lot of great things on the field so far. Record of 6-1, and one, very impressive, with an undefeated 4-0 record in the league. Ranked fourth in Division One, Region 2. That's obviously very impressive coming from a small town of Perrysburg. But uh, let's see here. Some op- really good wins on the schedule this year uh, featuring Finley. St. John's in overtime, what a thrilling game that was. We For might sure. We'll that later. And uh, last week especially, Anthony Wayne, big rivalry, sold-out crowd, absolutely electric atmosphere. But uh, let's, uh, let's start today with uh, just how was practice today? Like we're getting into kind of phase four of the season, headed towards the playoffs. What was the vibe coming from practice today? Yeah, you know, it was a, it was a short and focused practice today. Begin to dial it back as the year goes on for sure, but guys are still focused, locked in. So, so it was a good practice. That's good. Always Wednesday, you know, trying to get over the hump. Focus tomorrow, you know, Thursday walkthroughs, Friday game day, you know, locking in. But uh, let's get into some other stuff here. Let's see, Connor. Uh, obviously, you've done a lot of great things on the football field. Where did you uh, get your start in football? I started football. Well, gosh, I, I mean, I started playing tackle football, you know, in grade school. You, all my buddies went out, went out and played at Maumee. Uh, so, so that's how I started playing tackle football. We all decided that was what we were going to do together. And so, you know, that's where I got the jump start to play football. The mini squad. The yes. The third graders running around. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Squad, man. So uh, your, like, favorite memories, I guess, from your entire football career? Yeah, I think, you know, I have a ton of, ton of good memories playing football for sure. But, you know, I really think that, the, you know, some of the memories that stick out are, are the ones in, in high school that have happened really recently. You know, being around the guys every day, it's a ton of fun. And obviously our, our big win that we just had last week, that, that'll be a great memory. So I think, you know, most of, the, most of the memories are the small ones, being around the guys every day for sure. Yeah, obviously uh, Anthony Wayne last week was huge. Um, what do you think, like, going into the game was the biggest thing for you guys mentally to prepare for sure? Yeah, you know, we had to focus on ourselves for sure. Uh, the atmosphere, we talked about all week, how we had to drown out the noise. And, and, you know, we're playing for the guys on our sideline. So, can't let that get into our heads and you know we played our football game and and we ultimately did that and that would allowed us to win the game and uh second question here what was like the the focus I know obviously like you guys had a lot of good drives on offense and then they you'd come out on defense and they'd score right back and get stay in the game what was like the mentality on offense to stay in in it yeah so forward focused mindset was a what coach Connor preached to us all week you know after a play happens we flush it and we're on to the next play you know we had a we got to continue to get better, and and we're looking at the next play as another opportunity to get to go out and and do something special. So once one play like that, you know, the, their big plays on offense happen, we had to flush that, and you know, we're back back to the offensive drive and go down to score. Yeah, uh, that's a great answer. I mean, obviously, you have to really stay focused in those moments. There. For sure. Let's uh, let's. I noticed something, and I don't know if it was just me or if this was like a whole team thing coming together, but like the last couple of weeks has been like a lot more of emotion and sense of pride. You look at Southview, like this team that was actually, I don't know if they were overrated, underrated, but they came in here as this big-time matchup, and you guys actually just took it to them and played with a lot of pride. Is there like like a sense of like togetherness as a team now these past couple of weeks? For sure. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, as the year goes on, we continue to, 
to mesh together even even better than we were at the beginning of the year. So I think that grows every week for sure. So uh, obviously, like we talked about the offensive side of the ball. Now, like I, obviously, I play defense with you. Like, what do you think was the reason why we gave up so many yards in three plays? You know, we we had a couple breakdowns. We were playing with the, you know nine or ten guys instead of all eleven, and that ultimately led them to have those big plays. But I, I love the way that we responded to to the big plays that they did have. So, you know, having that that adversity in that game really allowed us to come back. And we played really well in the fourth quarter. And, you know, we had big stops when we needed to. So I think, you know, those big plays happened just because we were playing with nine or ten. But I was really proud of the way we came back. And, and we, we, you know, we played a really tough fourth quarter. Good um, team effort there. Uh, so you guys have this motto this year, the uh, gold standard. Why don't you tell me a little bit what that is? So gold standard is about, you know, the way we do everything uh, translates, you know, even the littlest things translate onto the football field. So, you know, whether that's cleaning up the locker room after practice, whether that's being early to school, you know, making sure you're getting all your stuff done, gold standard, we want to do everything to the best of our abilities. Just to add one more thing, the gold standard pretty much means what Coach Ward says all the time, how you do anything is how you do everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Coach Ward always offering some inspiration. For sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about you, Connor. You originally committed to Purdue to play baseball, and you thought that was the path you were going to take. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about changing the decision of, hey, I'm going to Purdue, I'm going to pursue baseball, and then you're like, wait a second, now I think I want to go to football and play at UT. Yeah, so, you know, I think I made the decision to, to play baseball at Purdue pretty early in my, in my life. So, you know, going into sophomore year, freshman year, summer, that's when I made that decision. So I think, you know, I hadn't had the full opportunity to be exposed to, you know, high school football and learn a ton of new things like I have been for these past couple of years. So I think ultimately learning all the new things that I did in football and then getting the opportunity to get to get better and, you know, have, have the opportunity to get to go play at Toledo. You know, I think that was ultimately why I flipped. Obviously, a lot of good that can come out of football. For a lot sure. Of new lessons that you can learn and stuff like that. Yes. So, uh, like, you, you're a, you could be a two-sport Division One athlete. Like, have you ever thought about playing baseball at Toledo alongside football, or what's? You know, when I was younger, I thought you know it'd be awesome to play both sports. Like that would be a dream of mine. But you know, as I got older, I I learned that, you know, with the things that I want to do in school, that that probably isn't possible, and, and I ultimately just wanted to play football. What do you want to go to? You know, I want to go pre-med at Toledo and then ultimately go to med school and be an orthopedic surgeon. So, you know, judge, juggling that, playing two sports, I don't, I don't know if that would have, you know, that would have gone that well. Yes, yeah. Priorities, man, you got to have those priorities. Yeah. It's good that you have a goal, you see what you want to do and stuff like that. Grant Zimmerly was talking to me about that. He goes, be like that one doctor, you know, that, <laughs> like, does with all, the, like, the power tools, and I go, Orthopedic, he goes, yeah, that one. I go, oh, man, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Good dude. But obviously you're a two-sport athlete. What does that look like in terms of, like, recruiting, like how they come after you, how they approach you once you committed? How did that all change there? Yeah, so baseball was, was completely different than football for sure. So baseball was super, super early. I mean, you know, I, committing freshman summer, you know, I had I was talking to people all freshman year. And so, you know, that happened very, very early. And, Baseball is very discreet, you know. Football offers you post on Twitter after you get one, and, <coughs> and you know, you advertise yourself on on Twitter and stuff like that. And baseball is kind of the opposite, you know. You get offered from someone and you can't tell anyone about it, you know. You know, also baseball is not a full ride, and and football is a full ride offer. So I think that's probably the biggest, 
the biggest difference between the two is that just the way the coaches go about it, you know, the, the baseball coaches want you to keep it, you know, more quiet and a more personal thing. And, and the football coaches, you know, the football offers and stuff like that, they they kind of expand and, and they grow over social media. Yeah, so it's definitely two different aspects. For one's sure. like, hey, we want this to be a well-known thing and one's like a quiet thing. Or yes, like exactly. Just what you said. Yeah, it's it's quite the opposite. Yeah, that is quite different than what you would think, but I guess that's how it works. Yeah, it's crazy. just the way it goes. So uh, talk to us a little more about, do you love Toledo? Is that where you want to be? Yeah, that is where I want to be. I developed a great relationship with the coaching staff there, and I'm really happy that I got the opportunity to go play football there. Best program in the MAC, get to go get to go contribute and, you know, get to go be a part of a winning team and a winning program, and, you know, ultimately I get to stay close to home as well. Fantastic. Have you – obviously this is a little bit soon to talk about it, but do you see yourself playing a, like, pretty big role in a few years in that offense? I really hope so. I I come in and – I really hope that I, I get to come in and, you know, continue to work hard and, you know, get to grow for sure when I'm there. And I know there's going to be a big learning curve. You know, college football is a, is a different animal for sure. But I would really like the opportunity to get to go in and, and get to contribute and just help the team any way I can. Now, you are uh, early enrolling at UT, correct? Correct. What exactly is that process going to look like for you? So I'm going to graduate after our uh, after our first semester and then I'm going to move in down there sometime over their winter break and, you know, start workouts with them throughout their spring semester, and I'll be able to play spring football and everything like that. It seems like it'll be a good opportunity for you. Is there any, like, nerves or anxiety going into it or yeah, you're most excited for? I'm I'm really excited for it. You know, I'd say most I'm, like, one of the things that I'm most excited for is for sure getting to play spring football. You know, that's not a thing here in Ohio, and that would be that sounds like a ton of fun to be able to have the opportunity, but – I would say there are a ton of nerves for sure. You know, it kind of settling in now. We're we're in October that I'm gonna be in college in a couple months, and you know, it's gonna be a whole new atmosphere and everything. Yeah, and I've been here for four years, and it's it's absolutely, you know, flew over our heads for sure. But it just it's weird to think about that it's in a couple months. So yeah, I would say that there are some nerves for sure. Time is crazy like that. You know, before you know it, you're going to be there. And we're sitting here doing this, and then you look back on it, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, that was like snap of the fingers. That's yes, ago. yeah, for sure. That is just bizarre how how quickly things come up on us so we don't even realize it. Yeah. we got goals and things. And, and it flies, for sure. So uh, we're going to get away from the conversation of Toledo. You are a starter on both sides of the football, right? What does that mean for you to be a leader on both sides of the ball? Oh, I'm honored to be able to to be able to uh, be a leader, you know. And I I consider all the guys that that play on offense and defense, they all lead in their own ways for sure. And you know, it's a unit of 11 guys that play together. So, you know, to be able to to play on both sides of the ball and have great relationships with them, and you know, be able to support and be a great teammate towards them, you know, I think we're all we're all leaders in our own way. Like especially you on defense, you know, you're you're kind of hold down the fort on the D line and. On offense, you know, we got our O-line guys and we got our wide receivers. And, you know, I think everyone has their own way of contributing towards the ultimate goal. For sure. And what, like, what do you see? I feel like, personally, like the change in, like, the goal towards contributing to the ultimate goal of winning a state championship has, like, been completely different from last year. Do you agree with that? I agree 100%. 100%. We, we don't have any selfish players on this football team, and it is absolutely awesome. To get to, it was absolutely awesome to get to, you know, play alongside guys like that that 
you know, they just truly care about winning and they want to do it for each other. They don't want to do anything for themselves. And, you know, it's, it's been really enjoyable to get to see that all this year. And it's been a, it's been a ton of fun out there on Friday nights with you guys. Shane's only as strong as its weakest link, man. 22 strong every position on the field. For sure. Connor, what is the toughest thing you think you've had to overcome on the football field, whether that be like a play or a down, or what exactly does that look like for you? Yeah, you know, there was a play here last year in a rainy game against Springfield that ultimately, you know, I got got hit kind of funny on the sideline and broke and I broke my ankle. But I'd say that was probably the toughest play that I've had to overcome for sure. But, you know, look back and – think that it helped me grow into the person I am today. So I'd say that that really did, uh, that really did toughen me up. So Connor, what are your hobbies outside of football? You know, I, I don't have much. <laughs> uh, I like to play video games. I summertime go fishing. Let's go boys. Yeah, go fishing. I like to, you know, go fishing, go golfing, um, hang out with my friends, uh, bike rides. Oh, well, now now is this time of the year we watch Typical football. Saturday we watch Saturday night. What does that look like? Saturday night, we talking right now? Yeah, with the boys. Oh, uh, we're watch, we watch college football all day. Oh, yeah. That's all we do. Order some pizza, watch college football. Are you a college guy in the NFL? Yeah, for sure. College football is way better than the NFL. Oh, you don't you don't feel that way. <coughs> You're an NFL guy. Wow. NFL guy. Wow. Why are you yeah, an NFL well, guy? Yeah. So, guys, I didn't know this was about me. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel like. NFL is just more constant. When college, there's guys constantly rotating, like graduating and everything. Just the NFL is more of a constant. Mm. What is your go-to pizza? Pepperoni bacon. Pepperoni bacon pizza. From where? Domino's. Dom- Domino's. Domino's is the best spot. Domino's. That is, that is an unpopular opinion. It's not close. Not it's even not close. close. No. What's your second? Like, okay, we got... A lot of places, like top five. Let's go. <clears throat> okay, so number one, Domino's for sure. I'd say two is Papa John's. Oh, boy. Okay. Three is Little Caesars. Four is Pizza Hut. And five, this is like a make I can't go. I, nah, not Marco's. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Not Marco's. Yep, this is the last question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I – I don't know. I, how, how I, does, okay, how does Pizza Hut make the list? This is an honest Marcos question. Okay, Pizza Pizza Hut has really good sauce. Really good sauce. So yes. Like, what are your criteria for pizza? Okay, number one is the sauce. sauce Domino's has one. the best sauce. So that's what makes it break up yes. for you. You order that pepperoni bacon pizza, and it's the sauce. And yeah, pizza. and then the second is the bacon. The bacon, that's second. Yeah. Okay. Then, then third, I would say, like, the cheese. cheese. So not even pepperoni. Pepperoni's fourth? Yeah, pepperoni's fourth. And then okay, crust is fifth. Them. Crust is fifth. Crust is fifth. Yes. Now what's your go-to crust? Just an original just tra- crust? Yeah, just traditional. Crust? No, no, no stuffed crust. crust. Tradi- yeah, Domino's traditional crust is, can't beat it. This is just mind-blowing, Joel. I mean, how, how does Marco's not make that list? Marco's, Marco's cheese is horrible. Wow. The crust is bad, too. Sorry, Marco. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I know guys. an NIL deal with poor Connor here, but he is not interested. Domino's hit him up, by the way. Yeah, please, please. We're going to have to call Papa Giamarco and tell him he's got to fix his pizza. Well, well, Domino's also has some really great dessert options. 
Oh, the dessert. So now we're in it for the dessert. Now the dessert is nice too. It's not just pizza. It's the whole the whole ball game. Here. Yeah, for sure. But Domino's pizza is still the best. But Domino's overall is the best. Domino's pizza still takes it, but overall, as a as a pizzeria, Domino's wins. Does Domino's have wings? Yeah, they do, and they're really good. What like, are your thoughts on Gino's? Okay, Gino's puts Gino's puts the cheese on top of the the, the yeah, toppings, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I've never been a fan of that. That may, I think that makes it like better, you know. You it's have like the whole. Yeah, thing. I don't know why. I just I don't think it. I don't think it makes it better. I I. I don't. I never like my pizza like that. I always like the toppings on the top. Okay, now where does school pizza come in? Is that like just bottom tier, or are you a school pizza fan? <sighs> are we talking just like the the We're traditional talking, triangle lines, slices? Triangle slice with the stuffed crust. You sit down at your table. Yeah, no, that's that's not good. That is not good pizza. The, the calzones, the pizza calzones are good. You don't agree with that? Not at all. Personally, I think the stuffed crust is You like, like it when you just part. you just get up there and you have this sloppy grease just Yeah, it just drips on your, oh, on your sure. tray. Then you have to lie to the lunch lady about you're going to eat your salad to get some ranch on the side. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a good, I never heard that one before. <laughs> oh, Joel, he's just, he's a character, you know, you get in there, you're not expecting these things, and him, he's just a grease guy, you know. <laughs> so, uh, Connor, what is your favorite subject in school, and who is your favorite teacher? My favorite subject is, right now, I, I like my anatomy and physiology class, my favorite yeah, teacher Mr. is, DeLauder. yeah, Mr. DeLauder, oh, guy. favorite, favorite teacher is tough, favorite teacher is tough, um, I've had Mrs. Zeckman for three years in math, and so I'd say she's probably my favorite awesome teacher. teacher. Yeah, she's she's amazing. What what are you learning about anatomy right now? Like, what does that look like? We just had our bone practical today, so you know we had we had our uh, processes on the bone that we had to you know name and and list today. But right now, I think I think tomorrow we're jumping into muscles insertions. So we're getting on it. You know, getting the getting the cats out. Oh boy, the cats. Yes. Now. Are you a fan of that? Like, as going into orthopedics, is that something like it, that intrigues you? Yeah, for sure. Getting the cats out is going to be a fun day. <laughs> many, many find that disgusting. Do you? Are you just all for it? No, no, I'm not. I wouldn't say like I'm like, yeah, go kill the cats or whatever. But, <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, I, I enjoy, like I enjoy getting to see getting to see things like that. It, it get, you you're not looking at a diagram in a textbook. You know, you're you're visual, visually seeing it. And, you know, you could you can touch muscles, move muscles, see different structures, stuff like that. Can we get can we get that on a t-shirt? Go kill the cats or whatever. I'm not I'm not a big cat fan either. So. Yeah, I'm a dog guy. What kind? Do you have a dog? I have two. What kind? Labradoodle and a golden doodle. Names. Rocky and Bo. Classic. Yes. Bo Jackson, I'm assuming. Yep. Baseball guy. Yep. Rocky Balboa. Oh yeah. The classic. For um, sure. Let's see here. Connor, what were your first impressions of Coach Connor when he came here in January 2021? You know, I I remember walking into that auditorium when they announced that Coach Connor got the head coaching role, and I saw Coach Kriegel in there. I walk up to Coach Kriegel, say hi. You know, Coach Connor was standing off by himself, getting ready to say what he wanted to say. And I remember listening to him talk for the first time, and I was like, this guy is really impressive. He knows how to talk to crowd. You know, he knows how to engage your attention. And afterwards, I went up and talked to him, shook his hand, and I I really thought he was going to be, you know, he's going to be a great coach, and he's a he's a great person as well. So first impression was a great one. That kind of shows the kind of guy you are who would just go up to talk to and anyone. Just a great presence to be around him. 
What do you think the, one of the main differences was from Coach Kriegel, who's obviously been here a long time, to Coach Connor, who's trying to really establish his identity? <clears throat> yeah, so I think, you know, Coach Kriegel was a man of a few words. You know, he said what he needed to say, and and he got it a point across, and he was done. But I think Coach Connor's a, a more talkative person for sure. I think the way that they coach is uh, two different ways too. Like Coach Kriegel, I don't, I'm not sure if I know how to describe it 100%, but Coach Kriegel did a really good job of of uh, talking you through like what was gonna happen during the play, and this is what you need to expect and stuff like that. And I think Coach Connor does a really good job of explaining to us in the locker room of, of you know what this is gonna look like, and he also does a really good job of teaching us the rhyme and reason behind why we're doing what we're doing. So, you know, Coach Connor does really well at that. And I think Coach Kriegel did a really good job of showing you, like, this is what's going to happen and this is what we expect to happen in, in all these different formations and stuff like that. So Coach Kriegel did a really good job of doing that. Now, is there anything – I know you've had limited contact with Toledo staff, but, like, is there anything, like, different about it? Like, UT is this way versus high school football is like this? Or what is the Toledo coaching staff like? They're they're a group of great dudes. You know they all want to they all want to win football games and you know they're they're very very uh, they do a very good job of getting their their point across and explaining to you why things work the way that they work and why things are run the way that they're run. So you know they're they're a bunch of great guys and they really want to see you go out there and learn and, and they're great teachers. So you know with the limited contact I have had, that's what I've learned from them is you know they're really really good at teaching you and, and being open and, um, and you know, trying to make sure that you get the most out of it. <laughs> so, uh, Connor, you're scheduled to graduate in the December. So what's, like, the biggest thing you've learned from playing high school football? Oh, I've learned that you can't take any moment for granted for sure. You know, just like we were talking about earlier, we sit in here doing this podcast and we're seniors in high school and I remember my first time walking in this weight room being the the nervous little eighth grader, very, very scared about uh, getting beat up in the in the weight room. But, you know, it's just crazy how ta how fast time flies for sure. And you can't take any moment for granted because, you know, we come in here as freshmen and think, you know, oh, it's going to be the longest four years of our life. Like freshman year, you look at it and you're like, holy crap, that was a long year. And now we're sitting here as seniors and we're we, week eight now. Yeah, yeah week, week eight. eight. Crazy. And it's like, holy moly, this this absolutely flew by. And so, you know, you can't take any moment for granted. Uh, you talked a little bit about Coach Kriegel. Do you have, like, a favorite Coach Kriegel story from when he was your coach? I do. And uh, a lot of this cannot be said on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> but uh, we played uh, – so we it was the COVID year where we played Kettering Fairmont week eight in the playoffs. We didn't play any out-of-league games, so we played Kettering Fairmont here week eight. Uh, we got thumped here. You know, they, they took care of us. And uh, we go into the week, the next week, week nine, thinking we had a bye week because Northview was still in the playoffs. We played them week 10 for the league championship. So we come in here week nine thinking we have a bye, a bye week. We practice Monday thinking we have a bye week. And then we practice Tuesday thinking we have a bye week. We walk off the field on Tuesday, and the coaches gather us up, and they tell us that we're playing Avon because Avon has a bye week nine in their playoffs. And, you know, Avon's a really good football program. Yeah. So we were, we were all kind of shocked when we heard that. And I would say that, you know, we had a, we had a, a couple, a few select people that, you know, didn't really want to play that game. And you could tell the way that game went. You know, we, mm -hmm. we got beat pretty handily. But, 
we came in here on Saturday morning and film and coach Kriegel lines up all the coaches in front of the whiteboard when we're sitting there in our lawn chairs and you know we got chewed a little bit and <laughs> told to go home so we all came here at seven o'clock for film and I think we were out of here by like seven fifteen. <laughs> didn't watch any film just got yelled at for 15 minutes and we walked out and went home we we're all kind of shocked at what happened so I think that's that's probably one of my best memories with coach Kriegel. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, football team that's so unified um is there, like, a, a guy, like, during practice that's just, like, the jokes are over there on the sideline just cracking jokes? or? Yes, we have we have many of them, and I think that's another reason why practice stays so light and, you know, upbeat. We, Grant, obviously, just like you talked about him earlier, yeah, he's, he's a big jokester. You know, we have a ton of guys who get pretty fiery in practice. Like, even today, you know, we're running seven-on-seven seven versus, you know, TJ's the scout team quarterback, and, you know, we're talking trash and all that stuff like that, but – we know Grant's a big jokester guy. You know, we have Joel's a pretty big jokester guy too. Yeah, so we have a ton of guys like that. I'd say more of our jokester guys are, are definitely the linemen though, for sure. Do you have any rivalries with anyone on the field, like on our own team? Because, like, I know during practice, me and Grant, whenever we face each other, it's like 100%. <laughs> yes. That's uh, probably you, Joel. You know, he's bailing you out <laughs> the third down, you know, making the down-saving tackle, forcing the punt. Joel gets the gap. <laughs> God, Joel, come on, man. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I have any. I wouldn't say I have anything like that. I, I really enjoy being around all you guys at practice for sure. Compete for sure, though. So we've talked a little bit about offense. Let's kind of pivot to defense here. Uh, coach Ward is a very well-known coach. What is it like to play for a guy like him, and what have you learned from Coach Ward? A ton. I I remember playing defense as a freshman. You know, didn't really understand the system and didn't really understand, you know what what I was looking for and you know what to expect or anything like that and and then sophomore year I didn't play defense but and then coach Ward comes in as a, in a, as my junior year and he he taught me things that I didn't think that I was going to learn ever as a as a primary running back guy um but you know this year he's he's guided me through and you know he's really taught me how to how to be able to lead the defense and and be able to to kind of know what everyone's responsibilities are, but you you learn a ton of things from a guy like Coach Ward who has all his experience, and you know he teaches you things that you didn't even realize that you were going to be able to learn or anything like that. You know you learn a bunch of new little tips and tricks and and a bunch of stuff like that. So you know he's he's taught us all a ton of things. That's good. Anything like any memories stick out or like funny story? You're like, yeah, that's just Coach Ward in a nutshell right there. He has a ton of his own funny sayings that I don't think any of us have heard before this, and and it's and it, they're just hilarious to hear him say it. And I think like the memories that stick out with Coach Ward are for sure him saying those in like film or practice, and or uh, or I'd say a memory that sticks out with Coach Ward is is him on Friday getting all excited when we get an interception, jumping up and down. Hey, that's that's a funny sight to see Coach Ward getting getting, getting super speed. yeah getting super excited on the sideline because he's a pretty mellow guy. Mm -hmm. Have I just never witnessed that? Is that something? Oh that no, no, Joel, you're you're just locked in the whole time. I, I've never seen Coach Ward. That or you're on the ground. One of the two. The pick the pick after Matt the pick Matt had against a Dub. Coach Ward was going wild on the sideline. You were locked in, man, making yeah, the play, in, making man. the play. It was it was a good one. That was a good moment. All right, Connor. So some some people might not know this, but obviously people close to you like me know this. You were a highly, highly underrated basketball player. Oh, yeah. CYO State champion. 
Um, describe some of your memories playing basketball, either CYO or non-CYO. Oh, I can only go with CYO memories. That was the best basketball I've ever played in my life. You know, CYO, was a, it was a long year. We, we, bat, we battled through some adversity. Um, CYO memories for sure. You know, our CYO team was loaded, holy moly. I don't know how they let us play. Yeah, I don't know how they let us play together. But, but yeah, I think some of the favorite memories are obviously the state championship game. What are we down, like 15 at half? Yeah, something like that. Down 15, yeah. Yeah, something, it was a double digit in the in the teens. But I remember coming off at halftime thinking, you know, we all smile at each other on the bench. Coach Ross is all mad, and we're smiling at each other like, oh, we're going to win the game. Coach Ross, awesome basketball coach. Yes. Words all over there. He's like, you guys are terrible. What are you doing? <laughs> and we come off at, at halftime, and, you know, we're all smiling at each other like like we're winning by 30 in the state championship. You know, we go out in the second half, and I, I don't even know if they scored more than 10 points in the second half. No. Oh, we came back, and then we won that. St- oh, that was a great memory. It's all because of the 1-3-1, one, one, man. Could put Connor on top. You can't break We're the 1-3-1. Run, run around like, like chickens with our heads cut off. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was, that, was, that was definitely my favorite memory for sure. All right, Connor, so let's get back to football. Describe, like, what it's like playing underneath the swarm in the stands. It's amazing. You know, you don't really you don't really hear the noise on the field when you're you know you're getting ready to run a play or you're getting ready to you know run out there and start a drive but when you jog off or when you you know like when we have an interception or something like that when Matt or Gray or you know heck we have like six guys this year that have interceptions but when they have an interception and and you true and you turn and truly get to jog off the sideline jog over to the sideline and you turn and look at them and you hear them it is like holy moly it's the loudest thing I've ever heard like they they are awesome to play behind great spirit and it's awesome and I think one thing that's really stood out to me is that Anthony Wayne you know their their stands are basically on the field like they're close and you know our stands we have a track in between and I think our stadium gets louder than that one that we had on last Friday night so you know it just do better come on <laughs> but I think that just shows how, how, you know, prideful they are and how much fun they have at the games. All right. As a lot of our listeners know, you are a great football player, but they might not know about the work and preparation that goes into that. Can you talk to us a little bit about your training, your diet, summer workouts, and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. You know, don't do it on my own, that's for sure. I have a ton of people that help me with that. And, you know, I've been blessed to be able to have a great support system, you know, coming here to lift all winter and, doing my own stuff at Fitness for All and with them there and, you know, continuing to work on my craft. And you would be able to, you know, you say diet, you know, diet's a, a big thing. You know, we want to keep our weight on but or put on weight, but we want to stay, you know, we want to stay lean. But, you know, with all that stuff, I've had a, I've had a ton of help. <laughs> I've had a ton of help uh, from a ton of people. So uh, the preparation for sure, you know, we, we all come in here and work really hard. And I think all winter we really, really grind. So, um Preparation is definitely a big thing in the process, but I, I really do think that's the support system that, that really helps me uh, thrive like in the off-season and summer workouts, like you said. That's awesome. Um, so what is like a day in the life of Connor Wallenzak, like football season and then out of football season? All right, football season, wake up at 7, uh, you know, shower, eat breakfast, get dressed, go to school. I'm at school till 1210, <laughs> come home, eat lunch, take a nap. And then I wake wake up, eat a second lunch, then get my stuff ready, go to football practice, and then, 
you know, practice, we'll say I get here at like 3.15, I leave here at like 7, go home, take a shower, eat dinner, it's probably like 8.30, do some homework for 30 minutes till 9 o'clock. You want homework here in class for what, three classes? Yeah, I know. I, that, that's, that's why it's only Football three. Football start getting out at noon. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do homework, you know, uh, watch a little bit of TV, then then hit the hay, go to bed, and, and then wake up and do it all again. Yeah, and then I would say day in the off season, um, that's it's in a win in a winter setting. You know, wake up. What morning lifting starts at what six? So I'm up at five fifteen. You know, get up. It takes me a little while to get up at oh, five fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, that's why I gotta give myself a couple more minutes the to get up. Shower. Yeah, no, I don't shower before either. I, I wake up and I, I got to lay in bed for 10 minutes until I'm conscious. <laughs> and then I get up, eat breakfast, come here morning lifting. We lift. I get out of here, go home, shower, get get to school by 8.30, just like normal. Um, and then do the same process at school. I'm out. And then after, you know, honestly, I haven't had a short schedule like this. So we'll see what the winter looks <laughs> We'll see what the winter looks like uh, at like in December. But probably get out at twelve ten, uh, do some homework, eat lunch, uh, go get another workout, and then see what see what's on the schedule for the rest of the day. Awesome! Sounds like you're a very busy guy with a lot ahead of you, Connor. We can't thank you enough for joining us today on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, Joel. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think we're all set. I just want to say thanks for having me, guys. This is a ton of fun. I, I'm glad I got to. Got to be on here the first episode with you. Yeah. Can only go uphill from here, man. First episode is awesome. I'm, I'm really glad I got to be here. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Uh, next week we will have on uh, Principal Aaron Cookson, and hopefully we uh, have some awesome content there. But uh, this has been an absolute pleasure, Connor. Thank you again. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Inside the Hive, get on it. Let's go. Inside the Hive by Jacket Sports Network. To the moon, baby. Let's go.